Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com What is going on everyone and welcome to r slash pro revenge now I can imagine that a lot of you watching right now have at some point in your life dealt with some very noisy neighbors myself included But let me tell you nothing compares to the noisy neighbors in today's story These guys are on an absolutely insane level. They just don't care for their other neighbors It's mental the way that op deals with them is quite interesting though. So let's get into the story Neighbors refused to be quiet. So I played the long game and made them move out A few years ago, I got hired at a job in a big city with expensive rents I slept on my brother's couch for a few months while I struggled to find a place But eventually found someone in an old building who wanted to get out of their rental agreements The apartment was pretty close to work and in a nice area. So I took it almost too good to be true It didn't take long for me to realize I made a big mistake The building was old and the walls were made of plaster any sound reverberated like crazy I could hear people cough and sneeze like they were standing in my place What's worse? I shared one of these thin walls with my neighbors who were absolutely freaking insane They just would not shut up. I would hear a man and woman argue constantly often until two or three in the morning And by arguing, I mean literally screaming and shouting and throwing things against the wall. When they weren't arguing, they were always just loud, shouting and whining at each other like little kids constantly. Pretty much the quintessential toxic, obnoxious couple. And the stuff they would argue about was so stupid. I remember hearing an argument about whose turn it was to steal shampoo from the drugstore. One time, the boyfriend decided to yell, The Bible says what the Bible says! Over and over again for some reason almost every day it would be something different and uniquely annoying the first real incident happened when i was woken up by screaming and banging against my wall at 1 a.m i did what i usually did blasted kenny g through my speakers at the wall until they shut up but this time it didn't work the banging got louder so i stopped the music but then it got worse and sounded like a fight it was hard to describe but it sounded like the woman was getting beaten up at this point i was more concerned than mad so i called my superintendent who told me to call the police not the us the police came the neighbors told them everything was fine the police left it was quiet i went back to bed Literally the next night i'm woken up again at 1am by my neighbors having another argument This time I heard a boom then the woman say oh my god in a weird voice and then banging and what sounds like someone being strangled The noises were freaky and way more concerning than even last time So I called the police again The police came the neighbors told them everything was fine again The police left again and it was quiet again But this time the police called me back and basically told me I was an idiot for wasting their time They said there was no evidence of any fights and both neighbors denied anything even happened Even the superintendent said that no one else on the floor complained and he insinuated that I was starting to become a nuisance I decided from this point forward I was going to go full Spielberg with video evidence 
The noise was bad for the next six months and I would get woken up at least once a week after midnight by yelling and screaming I made a few written complaints a few videos as evidence and sent them to the property manager There was enough to serve them an eviction notice and go to the landlord slash tenant board But somehow the property manager effed up the date for the hearing and it never actually took place Thankfully the noise stopped anyway for now So I assume the neighbors finally got the message and will be quiet from now on I didn't fight for another hearing because the eviction notice gave the neighbors an opportunity to be quiet Which they sort of were as an aside the video evidence I gathered during this time was Beautiful. I was pleasantly surprised that my phone was very good at picking up their voices It got to the point where I would get excited when I was woken up in the middle of the night Because I would run out into the hallway and film their door and room number as the noise blasted out and echoed down the hall I gathered some damning unambiguous evidence pure goals and it was all time stamped at around midnight or 1 a.m But because the hearing got cancelled I didn't get to present my evidence at least not yet for a few months Everything was reasonably okay They were still loud as f during the day and there were a few times after 11 p.m On weeknights where I went to their door and asked them to keep it down But other than that things were mostly better and I was starting to be able to relax in my place for once But yet again, it was too good to be true one day around 2 30 in the afternoon I start hearing this weird high-pitched screeching coming from my neighbor's place and it doesn't stop for hours I'm sitting on my couch trying to figure out what it is. It sounds like a giant freaking tropical bird moved in next door Well, it turns out after all the trash we went through a year ago with the noise complaints and eviction notice My neighbors decided it would be a good idea to get a dog And of course these obnoxious buttholes couldn't just get a quiet normal well-behaved dog They had to get a completely untrained four-month-old tiny yappy pomeranian that was incapable of being quiet This thing would yap and screech and bark over and over and over every day for hours While I'm still coming to terms with how miserable my life is about to become I get a note under my door on it My neighbor writes that she just got the dog as an emotional support animal for her mental health and asked the whole hallway to please try to tolerate the noise F that rubbish I'd already been living next to and listening to these neighbors scream at each other for over a year They were confirmed freaking morons two insane toxic buttholes in a mutually abusive relationship I knew with certainty that they were not capable of taking care of this dog properly and the noise situation would go to complete trash And regarding their mental health, I was going through my own troubles during this time, in part due to lack of sleep, and I was seeing a therapist. The last year of complaints should have made it clear to anyone that noise was a problem for me, especially getting woken up at night. Of all the things this neighbor could have chosen to help their mental health, they chose the most obnoxious thing possible. They knew getting a loud dog was going to be a problem, and they did it anyway. It was time for war. I realized if I wanted this noise to stop or to be even taken seriously I needed a mountain of evidence against my neighbors I researched the evictions process and everything that was required I checked the forms my superintendent would have to send out for an eviction notice I read threads on reddit about slumlords and neighbor disputes It became clear to me that the only way to win was to be religiously disciplined both in gathering evidence and refusing to retaliate No more kenny g that meant I became a noise complaint monk taking a vow of discipline log taking and relying on mantras like shut the f up shut the f up 
Once I submitted my first written complaint, things got bad. My neighbors flipped out when they realized I was complaining again. I heard stuff like, of all the apartments in, we have to live next to this freaking guy for a few days. Then the loud arguments in the middle of the night started all over again. And one of the neighbors got into the new habit of slamming their chest of drawers against my wall at 2 a.m. The barking also got much worse. The emotional support animal letter said that the barking would get better once the dog was trained. But from what I could hear, my neighbor's methods of training began and ended with screaming at the dog, just like they screamed at each other each day. No, bad dog, be quiet, shut the F up, came through my wall in new and varied combinations every day. And every time an argument started between my neighbors, the dog would always join in, even in the middle of the night. The constant level of noise was insane. For over a year, I logged every instance of yelling, shouting, and barking coming from my neighbor's apartment. It didn't matter if it was after 11 p.m. or not at this point. I was trying to demonstrate how I can't get peace at any time of day. And when I say every instance, I mean I had minute-to-minute logs of every loud noise and every word I heard from my neighbor's wall. If I was woken up in the middle of the night, it went in the log. If I heard the dog bark from 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock on February the 2nd, it went in the log if i heard someone yell you peed on the floor again f at the dog it went in the log honestly it sucked and made me almost lose my freaking mind but by the time i was done i had pages and pages of notes obviously written logs wouldn't be enough I already had a decently fat stack of video evidence to demonstrate the true character of my neighbors, but I needed current evidence if there was going to be another hearing. F Spielberg, now I was Coppola in the heart of darkness. I got more videos of screaming and shouting coming out of their door. I got videos of banging and barking against my shared wall. I got videos of screaming, shouting, banging, and barking all at the same time or in any combination. I had amassed a war chest of video evidence to be deployed at the next available hearing but i was getting war weary at this point i was like six or eight months into the complaints process and i could barely take it anymore i was getting woken up like two nights a week and would be a zombie at work i complained about my neighbors at work often i was finding it harder and harder to keep myself from blasting music or banging on their wall or kicking their freaking door down But I managed to stay strong and I followed the eviction process like it was my religion. I sent in a second written complaint, then a third, which resulted in an eviction notice, which gave the neighbors an opportunity to be quiet. This time, they didn't give a frick. If anything, though, they were louder than ever before. I was looking for other places to move into when I finally get good news from the property manager. There's a hearing date. There was light at the end of the tunnel, but once the neighbors heard about the hearing date, they did everything they could to F me up. There were no attempts to stop the barking anymore. It was literally constant. The screaming matches were back in full force, and when they started yelling and screaming, the dog would go nuts. It was just an insane amount of noise. And the drawers were ridiculous. Honestly, I never expected the slamming drawers to be that bad, but they easily eclipsed the barking and the shouting. They would slam and slam and slam the drawers. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Was over and over again against my wall. And because of the plaster, it would boom, boom, boom and echo through my whole place. These buttholes were definitely doing it on purpose. Three days before the hearing dates, I go to bed at 9.45 p.m. At 10 p.m., I'm still not asleep, but I'm startled by boom, boom of the drawers. I log it and go back to bed. At 11.30, I wake up to boom, boom, boom again, and I'm fuming. It takes me half an hour, but I fall asleep again. Then at quarter to 1 a.m., boom, 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 boom. There it is again. I call my superintendent, tell her what's going on. The super calls them and tells them to stop. I fall back asleep. Then at 1.30 a.m., boom, boom, boom. I wake up super freaking angry. It's obvious they're doing this on purpose to annoy me before the hearing and get a reaction out of me. I call the super again and go back to sleep again. Then at quarter to 3 a.m., boom, boom, boom. I can't take it anymore. I scream, do it again, do it again. I lost it. I couldn't help myself. My discipline broke. My superintendent calls me and tells me my neighbors just said I yelled a death threat through the wall. What the F? And that they're calling the police. What the F? Everything just feels so F now. I can't sleep, so I just wait until morning. No police show up and I go to work. I realized I couldn't even stay at my place anymore until this hearing was over, so I went back to my brother's couch for the next three days. Finally, the big day arrives. I gather my evidence. Over a year of meticulously logged noise complaints, six instances of video evidence, I cherry-picked the gold out of 20 good ones, the previous eviction notice the neighbors received, Four written noise complaints, including the two from the previous eviction notice, a letter from my co-worker about poor work performance due to lack of sleep, and even a letter from my therapist about how my neighbor's excessive noise was affecting my mental health. I got there and met the property manager and superintendents who were there with the owner of the property management company and a slick looking lawyer. I handed the lawyer all my evidence. I gave him a USB stick with the videos. I even handed over my big Bluetooth speaker to make sure the videos were loud enough to hear. My laptop speakers suck. I look over to my neighbors and they are wide eyed. They look scared. Finally. We all go into the landlord slash tenant boardroom with everybody. The adjudicator first asks if anyone wants to mediate instead of going through with the hearing. My neighbor's hand immediately shoots up. I say in front of everybody, I do not want to mediate, but apparently it's not up to me and the lawyer takes me aside. The lawyer tells me if it does go to mediation, the neighbors and the property management create an agreement. For example, no more noise at X o'clock. And if that agreement is broken once, it results in an immediate eviction. He explains if we go in front of the board instead, it's a 50-50 chance they either get evicted or get off completely. Obviously, mediation is the better way to go. I know these idiots are already incapable of keeping quiet, so I agree with the lawyer. We go out to find the neighbors and they're nowhere to be found. Turns out they opted for the free legal counsel, I wonder why, and won't be available until the afternoon. While waiting, I explained to the property manager, owner, and lawyer what happened a few days ago with the slamming drawers all night long. When I made my complaints before, no one really took them seriously, but today everyone is very interested in everything I have to say. 
The afternoon comes and I'm excluded from the mediation meeting because it's between the neighbors, the lawyer and the owner. I can't hear what they're saying, but I can hear my neighbors yelling and shouting from inside the room. So I know it's not going very well for them. Everyone leaves the room and the lawyer comes up to me. He tells me the mediation failed. The neighbors refuse to change their behavior and won't accept any terms. The lawyer says they have to go in front of the adjudicator again, but by now it's almost the end of the day. I wait another hour or two and everyone comes out. I see my neighbors leave as the lawyer comes by again and explains. Apparently, after the mediation failed, the property management owner offered my neighbors two months rent free if they agreed to move out in two months. The neighbors agreed, but when they all went in front of the adjudicator, the neighbors changed their minds and said no. And apparently, a second offer was made, which they said yes to, and then no again, all in front of the adjudicator. They ended up running out of time, and the adjudicator cut the hearing short and said it would have to be resolved in a second hearing. I was disappointed, but my lawyer assured me that because of how capricious and insane my neighbors behaved during the entire hearing, they would almost certainly be evicted during the second one i was dismayed that it wasn't over but hopeful the end was coming soon i also finally felt vindicated it was finally clear to everyone that my neighbors were actually insane and i wasn't just making this whole thing up The next two months weren't as bad as before. I continued my long steady march of logs and videos, but the noise definitely let up, especially the drawers. One day near the end of the second month, I started to hear insane barking. It would not stop. It went on for hours and hours and hours. I called the superintendent to complain when they told me it was probably because the neighbors were moving out today. Yes, finally. Apparently she couldn't tell me earlier because of privacy reasons. As they were moving out i blasted na na hey hey kissing goodbye on loop putting some earplugs and took a two hour bath my apartment is quiet now and i can finally sleep it wasn't exactly the satisfying crushing blow i wanted but my discipline paid off and now i can live in peace and that is the end of that story um i'm not gonna lie i'm extremely conflicted as to who the real winner was of this entire debacle it went on for years you said op and you think you won i'm sorry to say i think they've won here i think you know these neighbors have completely gotten away with being absolute buttholes for way over a year like they drove you crazy for a year you couldn't sleep for way over a year and all they had to do was eventually get evicted after like way over a year again honestly i'm sorry to say this but this is probably one of the worst revenges that i've seen on r slash pro revenge i enjoyed the story and it's good to have you know a different you know style of pro revenge in which the person op doesn't get an insane you know level of revenge and karma on the people that have been the perpetrators let's just say but in this situation let me know if you disagree with me guys i think the op has taken the biggest l of all time here their life has been ruined for way over a year and finally they've been evicted their neighbors have been evicted op hasn't really gotten anything out of this it's just taken so much effort sleepless nights people smashing the door down smashing drawers on the wall for again way over a year um and then they've left now that's it it's not as if you've gotten any financial reward it's not as if you've gotten a better flat or house it's not as if they've gone to prison for being horrible neighbors or they've even had to pay a fine to you or something like that all that's happened is they've left 
kind of underwhelming, I'll be honest. Um, I really think that you should have just moved out earlier, unless, you know, you, unless you physically couldn't because perhaps you, you know, you had to be there for your job or something like that. Could you not have just sold the flat or stopped renting there and look for somewhere else? Because if you have neighbors like this that are going out of their way to ruin your sleep, it's not worth the hassle of going through all the court and that sort of stuff. Yes, it might be an amazing flat, but just move. There's not much you can do. It's the luck of the draw when you live in, you know, in close proximity to other neighbors. I feel like you've taken the biggest L of all time. What do you think, guys? Do you agree? Do you disagree? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me know in the comments down below. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash pro revenge. If you enjoyed this story and you want another story like it, check out this. Actually, you know what? No, not one video. Loads of videos in one in one lovely playlist right here. All my best ever pro revenge videos are in this playlist. You can go and watch all the amazing stories right away. Also, if you are new, make sure to hit the subscribe button. You have to do it now that you've watched this, mu this much. Come on of the video. You have to. You simply have to. We're closing in on now 600,000 subscribers. So, yeah, hit the button. Help me get there. And I will see you all tomorrow at the same time, same place for a brand new video. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.